This is the Sam Hoiberg Show, coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Nebraska basketball's Sam Hoiberg. All right, welcome into Ticket Weeknights. This is the Sam Hoiberg Show. I am Harrison Arns running the board. Of course, we got the host here, as always, Sam Hoiberg, and as well as a special guest, maybe more than that at this point going forward. It's a possibility here. Sam, go ahead and introduce him. Yeah, welcome back, Jeff Grace. I believe it's his fourth time. Yeah. We're kind of joking around, basically, my co-host <laughs> already, but uh, yeah, maybe something happening in the future. Make it official. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys want to chime in here at all, hit up the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. We're going to be talking some college hoops, uh, and then we'll kind of start from there. We'll probably spend most of this first segment talking college hoops. I feel like yesterday was kind of a crazy day yeah. for college, but there was a lot of close ones for some ranked teams that just scraped by, and then, of course, there's the OT game uh, I'm sure we'll dive into. But I guess uh, I'll throw it to you, Sam. Where, where do you kind of want to go here first? Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of really good games in those tournaments, the – I think the Maui one was that with all like the, I mean powerhouse teams. Yeah, for the most yeah. part, it seemed those yeah. were a lot of ranked teams were in that one. Yeah, I mean those were fun games to watch. Yeah, that definitely uh, Creighton Arkansas was a really good one yeah. to watch. Yeah, what was the final score of that one? I believe I, Ar- Arkansas pulled it off, right? Uh, or did Creighton win that one? Here, actually, no, it was a uh, Creighton Arizona in the final, and I yes. believe Arizona won by two points. Creighton, I believe beat it was like eighty-one seventy-nine, something like that. Yeah, seventy nine eighty one. Let's go. Arizona just scrapes by. Uh, so number seven Blue Jays, they'll probably get knocked back here. I yeah. uh, lost. Well, maybe not no, so much. Number no, four. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's adjusted already. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. So yeah, we got Creighton sitting at seven now. Uh, first loss of the season to Arizona. And then yeah, what I was saying yesterday. I mean, you look at Michigan State. I usually like to pay attention to the Big Ten teams, obviously, but Michigan State they barely, just barely got by Portland, seventy eight seventy seven. Portland's good though. I mean, they gave UNC problems. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, got a lot of good shooters. UNC doesn't look as good as people originally thought though. Yeah, that is true. They they seem to have a little bit of a down year. And then um, another one where Xavier, another school, it's not necessarily bad, but they're not ranked, uh, and they just barely got by. Or Gonzaga, number fourteen, they just barely scraped by them 88 to 84 was the final score of that one um and then auburn barely gets by st louis by five points st louis is really good too though really yeah from what i i mean they played uh they they played memphis they i think they beat memphis yeah 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 they beat memphis uh 90 to 84 so they were pushed a little bit there um their biggest loss so far this year looks like it was to number 22 maryland uh, when do you guys have Maryland on your schedule? It's like later. Later yeah, in the late, season? Because yeah. I feel like that would be a good one. Because I feel like Maryland is going to keep surprising They're people. Really they look well. legit. Yeah. Like all around that team looks pretty solid. Um, and as far as other games go, those are kind of some of the other ones that were catching my eye. Uh, I do kind of want to dive into the Big Ten standings here a little bit, kind of see how everything's shaking out. Because obviously you guys, um, hot start, and then after that loss to St. John's, you kind of had to pick yourself back up. You guys got another big win. Uh, not too long ago. So as this sits right now in the Big Ten standing, you got Indiana, Maryland, Purdue. Um, they're all at the top, 6-0 and overall. Uh, so that's kind of how the Big Ten's sitting. And then from that point on, it's 6-1. and one. Um, and then Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern – or excuse me, Nebraska, Minnesota, sitting 4-3 and three overall. So kind of where we're sitting in the Big Ten right now, obviously with all those tournament plays, we'll kind of 
What what time of year do you guys usually start getting to your Big Ten play? When so it next week. Next, next week, week, really? Or then it yeah. starts ramping up. Next I think there's a, li- a little break of non-conference games. Right. And then we go back into full-on Big Ten slate. How you guys feeling for that, getting ready for the Big Ten? Because I feel like it's just – I don't know. Do you change any sort of philosophy at all going into those Big Ten stretches, or you just try to be you and you don't worry about the different style of play? Not really. I think it just depends on who we're playing and – that's really when we'll decide if we do much of a philosophy change. Like, we know that teams are probably going to pressure us a lot because they've seen that it has bothered us a bit. Mm-hmm. And we did make some uh, offensive changes to, to handle that. And that's where you saw a lot of the Florida State stuff because they were a big pressure team. Yeah. And we uh, more like give it to Derek and then a lot of cuts off of it because they're going to play really high and not like just throw it and get like ball movement off of that. So the stuff we put in is – Really good for Derek to make those pass cuts, and then when guys drive, people come to the rim, slash rules and stuff. Yeah, I will say having Derek back is huge. Yeah, yeah welcome back, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because uh, last game he dropped 20 points. Thir- he already put up a double-double, 20 points, 13 Two rebounds. Row, yeah. yeah, and then f- four assists go along with it. Um, and like you said, a lot of those are just him setting people up, just giving yep. them bunnies. If they want to play high on you guys, he's really good at seeing the court. So I still think this team – I mean, you look at it, I feel like it's a team that's going to have to continue to probably grow um, as the season goes on. But having Walker back, I feel like that's just huge for you guys. It's going to open up a lot of keys to your offense. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. I mean, Flea, I mean, he probably is the biggest key to that to our offense. Yeah. Like, we call him our secondary point guard because he's, <laughs> he's making a lot of the plays. In, PG5. Yeah. And I think that first game – he had nine turnovers. He's never going to do that again. I think that was just kind of getting used to playing again. He hadn't yeah. played in four weeks. So, I mean, after that, you're going to see a lot of those games where he's going to get four assists. I think he had maybe one turnover. But I think that you'll see a lot of improvement in the offense because of him. A lot of more ball movement, too. Yeah, that he just cleans up the glass, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing. I just, I kind of forgot how good he was down there. I yeah. mean, he it's, it's pretty – I mean, he gets a lot of stops for this team. Yeah. <laughs> just like he'll, he'll do it on defense and go up and grab the board at the same time. And like you said, he's like almost like a point guard. He's not necessarily bringing the ball up the court, but you get in a half-court set, you feel pretty comfortable just giving it to him and letting him work. Yeah. Um, and then another thing for you guys, I, I suppose, is just – it's. I, I feel like it's kind of a cheap out, but you just continue. you got to get better and keep hitting shots. You know, that's every team can say that. Um, but I do think having Derek Walker there is huge on setting huge. people up. Yeah, because, I mean – I talk about the, the, the I was talking about it with CJ all the time before mm-hmm. we got Derek back. Like once he's back, he's gonna open up the floor a lot for you because he's gonna put pressure on the rim. And then if teams stay home, he's gonna get a bucket. If they don't, he, CJ's gonna be wide open. They yeah, be able to find him. So that I mean that's gonna help our shooters a lot having him back. Yeah, and I will say you guys are. I mean Florida State Seminoles. I mean they're one and eight right now. Yeah. So that's a game where. You feel like you should win, and it's you took care of what you needed to do. I mean, the spread was – you guys obviously uh, – if, if you're like Vegas betting at all, you guys covered the spread pretty easily <laughs> in that one. Uh, but, I mean, you're sitting 5-3 and three right now. It's it's a way better start than last year's season. Um, I suppose right now, what are some of the key goals for you guys uh, that Fred Hoidberg's really drilling into you that you need to get better if you want the season to keep improving? Um, I would just say, like, kind of like not just thinking about like individual basketball, like playing together. Uh, everyone being on one accord and uh, just like growing each and every day during practice uh, on and off the court just mm-hmm. growing that uh, partnership kind of with like the person next to you uh, really goes a long way especially we have a long season uh, just trusting that person r- right next to you uh, can really help us in the long run yeah one thing they really emphasize that 
after those two losses in Orlando was we have to stick together. We can't like we have very good chemistry before we can't mm-hmm. now spread apart after we've had these two losses in a row. And I think we did a really good job of that. And you saw we had one of our best games of the year against Orlando. We had 22 assists. And I think that going on, we just had to make sure, even if we do have a lot, a couple losses in a row, we just got to stay together and be able to compete after that. Yeah, I will say, because when you guys uh, – you can tell when you guys went big because the assist numbers are always high. Yeah. You guys are a great team when you're moving the ball around. And then you just look on – and like the last game, you look down the stat sheet, and it's obviously you see the big 20 – by Derek Walker, but then it's 13, 13, 10, 7, 13. Like, everyone's pitching in. And like you said, that goes to those assist numbers. It's just going to be a harder team to stop. And we kind of talked about that last time, Sam. You look at uh, – I'm blanking on the name. The Peacocks in the college basketball March Madness last Saint year. St. Peter's, yeah. Peter's. Yeah, definitely not the most skilled team out there. They were quick and athletic, but you look at size – no, by no means really the most star-studded team. But if you look at their assist numbers, they basically dominated just about everyone. Uh, as far as that March Madness tournament went, their ball movement was what kept them alive uh, throughout that thing. Uh, before we go here, we got about 10 minutes, so we got to go to break. Uh, why don't we kind of set the stage for Boston College? You don't have to do the scouting report by any means, <laughs> but uh, kind of wh- what do you guys expect to see with Boston College? Yeah, I mean, they're a team that, has had a, a little bit of a rocky start. They lost to Maine and Tarleton mm-hmm. State, I believe. But, I mean, they beat some good teams, and they they have a lot of talent on their team. Like, And they, I think they might be getting back one of their freshmen who was hurt, who had 16 in his first game. And I think he might be hurt. He might have been hurt since then. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we just got to execute the game plan, really, and just keep the ball moving not turn it over, I think. One thing you saw in that first half, we had like 13 turnovers against Florida State. Mm-hmm. In the second half, we had like what four? four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I mean that's the key for us because starting to handle that pressure, and I think <clears throat> Sam had to get used to that. Yeah, because he it's not the summit league anymore. That's what he was even saying himself. Like, <laughs> he's got to get used to teams pressuring him like that, and especially the way he's playing. Yeah, he, he's gonna have to expect that because yeah. I mean he's too good not to get. It's kind yeah. of the same thing with Derek. Um, but with Derek, it makes you feel good because, like you said, he's he's good with the pressure. Yeah. And I think Sam's getting better, too. Yeah. As the season yeah. goes on, like you said, he's cleaning up his turnovers a lot already. Yeah. He looked yeah. a lot more comfortable last mm-hmm. game, and I think that he's just going to keep improving on that every time we play. So that that's definitely a big key is keeping the ball in play and not letting another team get easy transition buckets. Like first half versus Florida State, we could have been up 20 probably yeah. if we hit shots and didn't turn it over. So Also, just getting into a good, good start at the beginning. Uh, we haven't really gotten – to a good start uh but i would say uh usually like just stomping on their necks like pretty early i would say uh just making sure we execute our game plan and uh everyone's uh on like one string like kind of like moving together yeah and like being fluid on the offense and like uh just like shutting down their good players and rebounding obviously that's a huge part of basketball um just i mean enjoying playing together out out there for yeah, 90 minutes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's really all it is. Basketball is. So uh, I feel like we'll do really good, and I feel really confident in our game plan and what the players are going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I feel like with Boston College, like I said, it's going to be really big. Um, obviously, I'm not a coach. I don't coach college basketball. But just from looking at it and kind of their style of play, if you guys take care of the ball, it seems like a very winnable game. They're not super explosive offensively, um, as it looks right now. You said they might have a player back, so it might change things a little bit. But yeah. 
for the most part, they're not super explosive offensively. So if you're taking care of the ball and you're making them work in those half-court sets, I can't see them scoring over 70 points. They've, they've yeah. barely done it, and the times they have, it's been against teams like Detroit where they want to run up and down the court, yeah. and they might give up some easy layups as a result. So yeah. that's kind of the way I see Boston College. It's definitely not a team you can sleep on because they do have some pretty big wins in there. Um, not massive, but they have shown they can take care of some lesser teams. Georgia Mason's probably – uh, one of their bigger wins just for the fact they kind of buried them 71 to 56 in that one. Um, and then they barely lost to Maine 64 to 69 in that one. So they can compete, but like I said, not super explosive offense by any means. So that'll be a good one. That one is tomorrow at 8:15, and that's at, that's at PVA, right? That one's mm-hmm. home. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be at home. So if you guys want to catch that one, 8:15, um, and then that'll be a good one. So if you guys can find a way to beat Boston College tomorrow, you'll get to see how they play against number 17 Duke. That'll be their next game coming up on yeah. Saturday. So that'll be a good one to see kind of how they are and where they sit because Duke's always going to be a challenge. Um, and man, just looking at their schedule, their schedule gets brutal after you guys. They got Duke, New Hampshire, Villanova, uh, Stonehill, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Notre Dame, Duke again. Yeah, they're gonna want this one <laughs> because it's, it's gonna get become a brutal road. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of the layout for you guys uh, coming up here. And like you said, it's probably gonna be come to taking care of turnovers for the most part. I think it's probably a key to victory. Um, I guess the only thing is I want to ask before we go to break here. As the season's gone on, has there any been players on your team that have kind of surprised you in certain categories? Maybe you saw a guy's just straight, you know, uh, kind of a rebounder who's flashed some more offense than you thought, or maybe a defensive juggernaut who's same thing, he's shooting the ball a lot better than you anticipated. I mean, honestly, I think it might be more surprised to the fans of what they've seen because we've seen in practice since the summer. There's, no, there's nothing really that surprised me. I think that we're only going to see improvement in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Like today – we were running the scout scout team and they were not missing. It was insane. Like every single possession, they were hitting threes and they weren't easy ones either. Like Casey and CJ, E Man, they, yeah. they all hit probably like five plus today. But yeah, I think we're likely going to see improvement in the shooting, more consistency. And uh, I honestly haven't been too surprised by anyone's individual performance. I think that it's been pretty consistent from what we've seen in the off season. So. Yeah, along with that, just like our bench, uh, people coming off the bench, I feel like you're going to see a different person every night just making a factor, contributing uh, to a win. Uh, big, especially with uh, how we play. I would just say like you're going to see someone new every night just mm-hmm. contributing into a win. That's basically all I got to say. And one thing I'll say is that we really haven't had a game where CJ and Casey have both shot it well at the same time. I was just so going to say that. I mean, just, <laughs> it's going to happen one of these nights. Like, they're both such good shooters. That's going to happen. And those are going to be the games where I think we can play really, really well is when all of our guys are hitting. And those are guys that we do expect to hit every single game. So, I think that hopefully we can get that soon where they're both in. Mm-hmm. Teams are going to have a really t- hard time guarding that. I'm still kind of waiting for that unconscious KC game. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's going to happen one of these times before close. he's out the door. We're getting close. Or sure. he's just going to be, like you said, he might have like a scout team kind of day yeah. where he is just lights out. And then we'll finally get – because you see it all the time. Um, and just like if, you know, say Nebraska media puts something out, it's just him shooting. Like when he's hot, it's unreal. It, yeah. <laughs> he it just can I mean, keep saw, going. Like he hit the one in the half court against Memphis. It was yeah. almost at the logo. and. He hits so regularly, like it's, yeah. it's not a surprise when he nothing makes new it. at all. And one thing you've even seen with him, he's he's much more capable off the dribble than people thought. 
So teams are going to have to respect that a little bit, and that might free him up for more shots. Because, I mean, last game he had one three. Still mm-hmm. had, like, 13 points or something like that. Yeah, so, 13 points is what yeah. he finished with. I mean, he he's going to have one of those games soon, I think, for sure. Yeah. That is a good point. Go yeah, on. he's definitely learning how to score more off the dribble than yeah, I think he just knew like, already. Yeah. But he's just taking advantage of it. Yeah. Just not, like, trying to, like, force his shot. He's, he's yeah, learning yeah. how to, like, just move around find an open spot and kind of just like play off of uh, our bigs and just play off the offense kind of. It's a definitely great offense for him uh, just to create a shot or just get him going uh, and just everybody around. Just It's just great offense for our team in general because mm-hmm. of the pieces we have. I feel like just having like Derek back especially is just going to contribute a lot more because we kind of haven't seen our team at like a full strength. Yeah, that's a good point. Especially like now having Derek back, like I feel like you're going to see a lot of like different like factors come into play. Yeah, I will say those it's uh, those corners are going to be a lot more open sure. on those wing spots with Derek in the middle like that, the way he's been playing. But yeah, like you said about Casey, he, he is getting a lot more comfortable handling the ball. Um, and I actually love to see that because he's a smaller guy, and I feel like he can get the benefit of the whistle a lot. And he's a fantastic free throw shooter too. Yeah, um, he doesn't take a lot based on the shot selection. No, he's eight for eight right yeah. now. I just wanted to look it up to double check because I was thinking I don't think he's missed one, but um, I do feel like he can get to the line more. Just you see those smaller guards when they go in the paint, it's pretty easy to get a whistle if you're getting hacked. Uh, you, you don't have to flop too much if you're a smaller guy like that. So, like you said, hopefully he has one of those games. I feel like it's definitely coming around the corner. Um, he is shooting about 36% from three on the season, which you'll take. That's a, that's a good number. You'd be happy in the NBA if you're shooting 36% from three. Uh, so I'd imagine that number continues to get better, especially with the addition of Walker getting healthy. Um, he's starting to play like himself. And then Sam Griesel at the same time, he's also – it just feels like the whole team right now is getting better. Yeah, You guys had that slump, but it feels like every game you guys look better. Yeah, and you see – Sam's starting to get his shot back a little bit. He hit two yeah. in a row the other day, and he he has not been shooting well to start this season. But, like, last year he was 50% in conference play from mm-hmm. three, and he's not shooting a high volume, but if he's able to hit those, that opens the floor even more. So that's definitely going to help us a lot if he's able to hit it consistently. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, though, we are up to our first break. Uh, this is the Sam Hoiberg Show on Ticket Weeknights. I'm Harrison Arns running the board. Uh, and, of course, we've got Sam Hoiberg, the host, as well. And then a new possibly co-host correct 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 so we will be right back after the short break on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com